COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, folks. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. So before we start, we're going to do something, and it's much deserved. <laughs> How are we 
we feeling, everyone? How how are we feeling? How are we feeling on this Friday? Wake up! It is a Friday. It's a Friday. Um, our our great quarterback Aaron Rodgers won his fourth all his fourth time MVP. Our cheesehead nation feeling. I'm feeling good. Won his fourth MVP despite the media treating him like the Dixie Chicks for not succumbing to medical tyranny. So much, so much for all the scrubs that were critiquing this. Can, have you ever put out an MVP season? Have you ever played in the NFL? Then no. Shut the fridge. Shut the fridge for a man making the best medical decision for himself that he deems appropriate. Um, he can do what he wants, and he does not have to respond to these nanny state um, pro-government injecting anything under the sun to me. He does not have to. He does not have to succumb to the nanny state, and I'm glad he didn't. And he won his MVP, fourth one. Another victory that we got, another good victory for Cheesehead Nation, is Mister Lambeau Leaps himself. Um, great, great safety slash. Um, I believe he was yes, great. Sa- he was a great safety, and um, he he also had um CB cornerback abilities, but. This is Leroy Butler, the first guy to ever attempt the Lambeau leap. He just got inducted into the into the NFL Hall of Fame yesterday, too. Class of 2022. So, 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 Cheesehead Nation has plenty to be happy about. But let's keep this stuff pushing. Let's get get to what we were talking about. And this is part two of our episode about um Yeah, this is part two of the episode about about Biden's crack pipes. Stay tuned. All right. So, friend of the show, um, Alexis Bortel, she follows us. Um, she's friend of the show. Um, she's around my niece's age. Um, so, she, like, she's had epilepsy for, I believe, her old life, pretty much. And her family has been using medical marijuana to treat it. And um, because Texas is, because Texas is very sort of tyrannical about the plant, and they don't really have a real medical marijuana program, and her condition didn't didn't necessarily qualify or did not co- or did not or if it did qualify she wasn't able to get the the uh access to the various chemo vars that would help because again they say that a lot of people say oh well cbd helps with c there are some people that that uh, that have seizures that need thc and alexis Bortel was one of those people so she had to go to colorado to get um a a full medical program to treat her illness um, yet you're having the Biden administration giving people crack pipes when young, young, young women like this can't, can't, can't travel across state lines with their medicine. They can't go visit family in Texas legally with their medicine. I can't go, I can't even go visit my sister in neighboring New York legally bringing my medicine. I can't do that. Yet both states have recreational, but because of federal prohibition, um, any any transport of, of 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 cannabis across state lines is 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 not allowed. Yet yet you're having people in the cannabis movement saying keep it pushing, keep it moving. Don't get mad that other that other movements are hijacking yours. Keep it pushing. Celebrate them too. Let them cut the line. Let them cut the line, even though you've been waiting for two hours and you still haven't gotten the item you wanted from 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 the teller at Walmart. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Don't don't get mad. Don't get impatient. Heck, you don't even have to get the thing you were waiting for three hours for anyway. Keep it pushing. Let the crackheads jump the line in front of you. Let's let's continue. Hannah Paulton. 
Lexus Portal versus DOJ. Again, I may or may not read this whole thing. On the eve of what could be a monumental day for cannabis in American history, the fate of millions of legitimate patients could soon see their freedoms restored. What a seed victory for a full day of love, February 14, 2018. It could be. No, nope, it, it, that didn't happen. But, okay, let's, I'm going to get to the meat and because this is something Alexis has said herself, why she's suing the government. Okay, all right. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that's why I called this up. I didn't want, I didn't need to read the whole article. All right, let's, this article, this, this passage is key, so I'm going to, I'm going to zoom in. Alexis' argument to the DOJ and DA in the lawsuit argues that federal prohibition of cannabis, CSA, infringes on her rights to travel. She can't legally, and I can't either, like I just mentioned. She can't legally cross state lines with her cannabis medicine, which is against her constitutional rights. Against my constitutional rights, too. It's actually quite simple. But the case has four other plaintiffs that, are, that contend that the CSA, Controlled Substance Act, conflicts with state and federal marijuana policy, therefore endangers plaintiffs' health, livelihood, and human rights. Bingo. Yeah, it does. Yet you're having you're having you're having marijuana people saying we shouldn't be mad about this Biden crack pipe stuff. Yet you're having you're having girls that are like my niece's age that 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 need medicine to to get through their school day and are being told that if they go and visit family in another state that they're breaking that they're breaking federal laws bringing their medicine. But again, if it was gabapentin, if it was Adderall, and the the prescription was legit, they would just keep it moving. But because because cannabis because cannabis has the stigma it has, and because there are so many people that make money off off off, off the war on drugs, they don't care that 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 they're that they're that they're preventing that they're preventing children from getting needed medicine. They don't care. All right, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I I think that passage proves the point. All right, let's try this. Yeah, I'm not going to read this whole thing. School bus driver says she lost drugs. Let me, let me read that again. School bus driver says she lost job after using legal CBD oil. West Jordan. I'm guessing this is like Utah or something. A Jordan school district bus driver said that the over-the-counter CBD oil caused her to fail a drug test and lose her job. Janine, Janine Hales failed the drug test despite using oil she says contains the legal amount of permissible amount of less than 0.3 tetrahydrocannabidiol, known as THC. Hales has been driving school buses for 11 years. Hales has been driving school buses for 11 years. Yet this, this law-abiding um, worker and contributor to society because of federal prohibition um, lost her job and has no recourse because this is still federally illegal. Yet you're having, you're having cannabis, you're having cannabis activists, activists blocking people on Twitter for pointing this out, pointing, pointing out that we haven't even finished the job a full legalization and full access. You don't start another thing when you haven't finished the other thing. You don't open when your when when your mom or dad buys um, another jug of orange juice and you have not finished the other jug of orange juice and you open the new one. Mom and dad have the right to run you up the flagpole because you did not finish the other thing. I have the I have the right to to, to be pissed at the cannabis community for 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 cheering this crack pipe stuff on when when people are losing people are, where where we have bigger priorities to worry about and, and people are losing real jobs because there are no federal protections yet 
Hales has been driving school buses for 11 years, something she says she deeply enjoys and takes pride in. However, Hales also has a form of blood cancer and was taking the CBD oil as what she considered to be a natural alternative to the stronger medications, leading her to fail a recent drug test. I have blood cancer and I'm on a maintenance drug that costs $8,000 per month, Hales said, citing the cost of one of the reasons why she turned to CBD oil. Yeah, you're you're saying you're you're having people telling you to keep it moving. You're having people blocking me. You're having people blocking others on Twitter because they don't like this crack pipe idea. And they're and and we dare get outraged at at real working people losing their jobs over marijuana for no reason. And another thing that kind of relates to this and and interstate um you know you know the interstate bringing of of medicine across state lines, whether visiting you know whether on a business trip, whether visiting family, so and so forth. Um, again, this is just the one I was able to pull off. I don't, I don't know if this is entirely complete. I know Hawaii has a form of reciprocity, but uh, you know, you have to apply ahead of time for it. I think we've, we've mentioned that Oklahoma has reciprocity, but I think you have to pay every, you have to pay like a hundred. I think you have to, you have to, you have to file, you have to get a visitor's, uh, certification. I think you have to renew it every month or something. I think it's like a hundred bucks or something. And and DC does have reciprocity as well, um, but I but again I think this I think this sort of it's not a, a complete sort of map, but I I do think it it it, it uh provide it, it it provides a little bit of clarity of of who accepts cards or or not. So only a handful of states, even though you have about thirty seven medical marijuana states, only a handful of them accept out of state cards. Only a handful do. Yet this is a medicine. But again, if I were to take my um, if I were to take my prescription methamphetamine, as you can see it, Adderall, if I were to take that across state lines, all I would have to shoot, do is show show them the pill bottle, and the the police would authorities would keep that stuff moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we need to we need to pass out crack pipes for all now. Know the laws. Okay, this is from my from my state of Massachusetts cannabis um board site. You cannot cross state lines with marijuana. It is illegal to drive across state lines with any kind of medical marijuana product. It is also against the law to transport it on a plane, train, boat, or any other mode of transportation outside of Massachusetts. You cannot mail it. Do you know that doctors don't actually prescribe you medical marijuana because of, they have to recommend it to you? How do you prescribe medical marijuana? First of all, you cannot actually prescribe it. You can authorize or recommend that a patient obtain it. The core of this problem lies in the federal government's stance that marijuana is a legal substance in all cases and has no currently accepted medical use. Control Substance Act 1970. Dr. Levine said, Cannabis is a Schedule One controlled substance. Under the Controlled Substance Act, physicians cannot legally prescribe a Schedule One controlled substance. Yet you're having you're having Tom Angel blocking me for, for saying we need to focus on, on, on rectifying these sort of um gaps in in cannabis laws and cannabis le legalization law we have to we have to we have to make it so this is actually accessible and affordable and people don't feel that they're being stigmatized for doing this or they don't feel that they're taking on a unnecessary risk but people do people still do in this day and age however a federal court decision found that while a prescription for cannabis is unlawful a recommendation is allowed yes they recommend it to you you don't actually get prescribed it that's not legal a recommendation is not considered an order, but a communication between a doctor or a patient on benefits and harms. 
as such, states can step in to establish protections for patients who receive recommendations, along with a regulatory framework for the production and distribution of cannabis. All right. So that's, again, because of federal prohibition and because uh, it's federally illegal, doctors cannot legally prescribe it to you. They can't even, they can't even legally give you, um, yeah, I mean, they can't legally, they can't legally prescribe it. It has to be recommended. That's why you have to go to these Canada doctors. Another thing that I want to celebrate, again, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but again, this takes a bite out of medical tyranny, which we, we are all for fighting in this, in, in this project. The federal government on Tuesday proposed new guidelines for prescribing opioid painkillers that removes its previous recommendation ceilings on doses for chronic pain patients and instead encourages doctors to use their best judgment. Another, another domino on medical tyranny. You are having doctors saying we're never going to, we cannot prescribe opioids anymore for any reason. Even if you have cancer, even if you are in the most dire of straits and, you know, you're fighting for your life because a few people got addicted we, the lawmakers, have to tell doctors what they can do. And, and doctors cannot use their own discretion. We, the lawmakers that hate the plan, hate the field, that use it, we know what's best for the, for the patient and the doctor. But that domino of medical tyranny has fallen, and we need to, be, we need to celebrate. Um, so that's, that's, that's gone. What else? Again, you cannot, you cannot mail it. You cannot... Oh, yeah, another thing. Lounges. That's cannabis lounges let's look that up let's see how far we are with this yeah i'm not gonna read this whole article it's been five years since my state has made cannabis legal yeah we don't have a single lounge right now because, because we still have a lot of reefer madness yeah tom angel is saying that we need to get we need to start handing out crack pipes with taxpayer fucking dollars fuck you tom angel you're you've, you've sold out you really have you really have you've lost you've lost touch of what the grassroots thinks and what's actually important to the average working man and working woman, all right? You've gotten high off the hog with your, with your cannabis punditry, and you've forgotten what the actual people want and need. Fuck you. Fuck you. I, I, I got a feud with you. I really do. All right, let's, I'll just read this, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. I'm not going to read this whole thing again. All right. Why Boston can't have nice things? Part 1 million. Cannabis cafes. It's been five years. Where are the weed lounges voters wanted? By Spencer Buell. It should come as no surprise to regular Boston readers. While this city has plenty of fun things to do, and is in many respects is getting more fun, we're still far behind where we want to be or ought to be on several key components of funness. One of the most obviously and for persistently frustrating examples of this is the state's slow walking of cannabis legalization, which became a law a whopping half a decade ago. After... All that time, many dispensaries have opened their do doors. Right now, we are approaching 200 stores statewide. Really? I didn't know we were already at 200. Still, we have only this year allowed marijuana delivery companies to get up and running, albeit with onerous regulations, and, and they are still not as many pot shops in greater Boston as you would expect for a city its size. Again, Arizona is doing better than Massachusetts with, with their legalization. But what has really started to grind my gears lately is the lack of another aspect of the cannabis industry that we still, after all this time, have yet to usher into existence. Cannabis cafes. That is, public places where consenting adults can consume marijuana products all kinds of all kinds together, safely and legally, and without bothering anyone else. Yeah, if you... 
So if you live in an apartment, if you live in subsidized housing, like we've gone over in part one, you don't have cannabis, right? And if you, if, if, and even if you don't live in subsidized housing, if you're, if you're, your landlord does not allow cannabis you and cannabis is legal in your state, you don't have cannabis, right? And if your state did not open lounges, you're screwed because in, in almost all the legal states, using cannabis in public is illegal. And Nevada goes as far as to, to give people fines for doing it. To add insult to injury. Yeah, yeah, j- yeah. Tom Angel's blocking me for pointing these out and pointing out these. Fuck them. Fuck them. Oh, um, Fr- Frankie Elliott. Oh, um, so Tom Angel, um, a couple days ago, he blocked me on Twitter when I express express annoyance and outrage on Biden's crack pipe um idea of distributing free crack pipes. Tom Angel, the biggest marijuana um journalist in, in in the cannabis industry, he 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 blocked he blocked me on both marijuana moment on his on his company account, and he blocked me on on his personal account. Again, it it just goes to show you that most like most most blue checks on Twitter have very very thin. Once you get above a certain amount of fame, you start it starts getting to your head and you start being like, oh, I don't I don't talk to people with under a thousand listeners or whatever, under a thousand followers. There there are the unwashed masses masses. He's always been this, too. Like, even when I again, I'm not like, again, I don't expect anyone to have to respond to me like anyone can respond to anyone. But like, even when I would just like ask like a question or point out something like like he would just ignore it. Like he's like Rogan. Like Ro- like again, but Rogan tells people he does not really like he doesn't respond to his tweets or comments or anything. But Rogan's an is a is a whole is a full blown celebrity. Tom Angel's not a celebrity yet. He treats himself like as such. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's that's basically the beef. That was part one. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna read this whole thing about the lounges. But yeah, we don't have lounges in Massachusetts, and when we were trying to open them. Our governor and our attorney general told us to slam the brakes and just focus on getting the stores open. You can look that up. That's on you can you can look that up. Like our our our, our attorney general who's going to run for governor this year. I'm not voting for her by the way. Um she she slammed the brakes on lounges and she worked with our governor who never wanted this legal to to stop lounges from happening. So that got delayed. Um Again, I mean, this, this, I'm not going to read this whole article. I'm not going to rehash it because it's just going to get me more mad at, at Healy and Baker. It's going to make me have more contempt for them than I already have. So I'm not going to just read this. But um, again, these are the reasons why we don't want, among many things, these are the reasons why, among many things, we don't want cannabis skipping. We don't want crack or all these other reforms skipping the line. Now, don't get it twisted. We want we want everybody to get second chances if, if they can. And we want everyone to get rehabilitation. But again, I'm not about skipping. I'm not about opening another can of orange juice when I haven't even finished the other one. Yeah, that's what that's what you're having people in the movement say. You're having them say and worse yet, they're being authoritarian about it. They're blocking people that have a dissenting opinion. They're shouting down people. They're saying, oh, you're right winger if you have any discontent with this. It's like, that's what I don't like about Democrats these days. And that's why I'm not going to vote for them this cycle or the, the ensuing cycles. They've become very authoritarian, even just rank and file Democrats. Like Tommy is just going and blocking me because I disagreed with him. Not even like a, not even like, oh, I let me look, look to see what the context of the No, no, I don't agree with him. I'm blocking him. He's canceled. Democrats, especially mainstream Democrats are terrible, terrible at handling dissenting opinions. 
And that's why they're losing me as a voters. That's why they've lost me. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democrats left me with their authoritarianism and their fucking groupthink. But not for me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore IamCanvaSativa. You can find me on Getter at ICSativaPod. You can find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.